G'day guys, Dill here. This should not come as a surprise to anyone given he's one of the biggest and best sports broadcasters in Australia, but Brian Taylor's podcast, Life of Brian, is absolutely flying at the moment. Recently he's had on James Brayshaw, Tony Jones, his nephew and Sydney midfielder James Rowbottom, and even horse teeth Tommy Sheridan. Life of Brian is not just about the guests, it also provides a great insight behind the scenes of the football media and BT's life away from the mic. He's a very, very quirky man. Who would have thought picking up sticks is so important? The show is hosted by his son Harrison and it's fair to say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because Harrison gives Brian a run for his money. Life of Brian is a clubby sports podcast and it should be in your rotation. IllyXX. Oh my god, footy's about to start for the weekend. But don't start it without chatting to your mates Broden and Tom. We've missed you. We only saw you yesterday. We tell Tom off for his Sydney takes. We... Talk about grand final entertainment. We do the tipping. We play the card game. But first, we bounce pill. Good morning, dear listener. It's me, Broden. Here for the footy with Broden. Alongside me, as always, is Tom. Hi, Hi Tom. Hello. How are you going? Tom's got a blood pressure thing on. Yeah, i got a robot on. Um, i got a couple of things to start off with. I No, I've got something before. I've got something for you. No, I've got something for you. No, no, no. I've got something. Do you want to go first genuinely? i got two things to get off my chest. Well, we no, I think I need to start then. <laughs> okay, great. All right. Dear audience, we have good news and bad news. Um, well, no, Tom, I have good news and I have bad news. Okay, I love good news. The good news is, um, hey, we got fans in Sydney. Yeah. That's great. We have Sydney fans. Yeah. Uh, because when you talked about Jordan Dawson... Going to Adelaide, mm. um, people were engaged with that yeah. with that discourse. Yeah, the bad news, Tom. Yeah, the, the bad news is they want to kill you. Yeah. Now I just want to leap to the defence of Tom. Yeah, because he he's what Tom said the other day that what did you say? Well, I think here's the issue, right? I haven't listened back since it came out, but I think what I said was clearly not what I meant because everyone well, I, in the comments has been wrong. I can I can explain that. Yeah. Okay. So don't go too far. Don't don't upset the Sydney people anymore. All right. Well, here's the thing, Brandon. Tom, I came in with an agenda. Tom, as well. Tom, Tom. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna save your ass here. Don't worry. I got a plan. Okay. I got a plan. So, folks, Tom said some things last week, and the Sydney fans were mad. Mm. We had um, we had bomb threats. Mm. We had. Uh, we had Isaac Heaney come down and said, mm. where's Tom? We had to sneak Tom out the back. And he said, I'm going to do to you, Tom, what I did to West Coast. Yeah, he said that. Mm. But here's what people don't know, and this is why never never judge a book by before it's hatched. Mm. Because here's what you don't know, is that actually, this was terrorists. Mm. Tom, we were approached by terrorists last week, and they said, you've got to say that Jordan Dawson couldn't get a game for Sydney. And now he plays for Adelaide and Sydney. Mm. Sydney stuffed up. Mm. And the terrorists said, "If you don't do that, then we're going to unleash hell." Mm. And we went, "Well, we're probably going to get really bad backlash for it." Yeah. But um, we cared more for the community. Yeah. And so we stopped these terrorists. Why they wanted us to do this, I don't know. But some of the feedback, you know, was was sad for us because you didn't know the context that terrorists made us do that. <laughs> yeah. So just you know, just be aware of that next time. Mm. Okay. I did it, Tom. Now, right. what did you want to say? Just that no more opinions. No, Tom. No, we're not having any more no, opinions No, here. but that's the thing. You're, 
no, Tom. No, no, we've had enough of no. our, our opinions. Can't say anything anymore. Tom, it's this is my, this, gone happens mad. To, this happens to me every week. Yeah. We say the wrong thing, usually because of terrorists. Yeah. And then we have to backtrack. But I then, just think imagine, it's, yeah. imagine if Cain Corns, our God, King Cain, yeah. was was affected by every negative thing that was said well, to him. I don't I don't back down from what I said. I doubled down. I no, think it was that, terrorists. Oh uh, yeah, it was terrorists. But I think that people don't understand what I mean. I think that's the issue. I think you've got to take everything I say with a grain of salt because I don't speak so good. <laughs> and it was terrorists. I think we just stick with the terrorists. Can I ask you? Some unopinionated truth, true or false questions. Okay. Does anyone truly get homesick and ever want to go home? True. False, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon Tim Kelly's the only one in the last five years who truly needed to get home. Everyone else just wanted a good excuse to get out. Really? Yeah. Like, why would Do you think you- Isaac Rankin really wanted to go home to his mum? Yeah. No, he just was like, fuck this Gold Coast place. <laughs> Like, I, I think it's just not do, true. It is true. I don't think it's true. Some people like their community I and think, family and, you know. I think playing a top five player in the needful for two years, I think I mean, that makes you go, I'm not enjoying my time there, here. There are I some, want to go home. You like? Do you like living in Melbourne? Yeah. So, Tom, yeah. I say to you, you have to mm. move to Broome. Well, I mean, we can use real life examples here. Tom, you have to move to Ballarat. No, I'm going to say, Tom, you have to move to Broome to do this podcast. Yeah. Right? You fly to, you have to go live in Broome. Yeah. Um, you, you pick your wife and your kid have to come too. Yeah. You get paid pretty well for the podcast, you know, yeah, maybe nippies, nippies or Bobby come through, you know, yeah. or something. Yeah. But hang on. Elle's parents are back home. Yeah. Hang on. Your, your mum your, or your support network aren't in Broome. And that's why... And also, maybe you hate Broom. Mm. Maybe you're not a big pearl diving guy. Totally. No, maybe, I, I take that on board for sure. So you're like, it would be really nice if we could facilitate a way that I could continue to do this podcast mm. in Melbourne. Yeah. And that, that makes sense to you, surely. It makes sense, but... But... Bottom. What I would say is footy clubs are acutely aware of this and do their best to make sure that when I come to Broome, mm. it's a, a place, a situation. They make sure I have friends. They make sure I have support networks. Yeah. They make X, Y, Z. The family thing is 100% true and I'm sure that is true for a lot of people. Mm. I love why I mentioned Tim Kelly was probably a very obvious mm. example of someone saying, mm. hey, I need to get mm. home my support networks over there. Mm. Do you think Luke Jackson... Miss Freo, or do you reckon he was like, geez, a million bucks a year is pretty life-changing? I think he was like, at some point I will want to go home. And then Freo decided to pay too much for him. And he's like, well, if they're facilitating it, then yeah. Exactly. But Melbourne- But they want, he did want to go home. Melbourne went out of their way to make sure that he had an environment where he was comfortable, where he was happy. Where- I think he had to live here. Him and Cozzy, through those two years, lived through COVID. So they didn't really get to enjoy Melbourne. Yeah. And, that, that- and Cozzy doesn't like Melbourne either. Yeah, I just think that like, hey, Jordan Dawson might have lived home, but I just reckon if Sydney were better list managers, yeah, looked after him better, made sure that he was in an environment mm. that he was really happy in, he never would have asked to go home. Um, and can I say, I love the discourse. I love that we're cane corns now. Yeah. We're going to lean into it and say stuff that, well, even though it was terrorists, we're yeah. going to lean into stuff and say, you know, the stuff that, you know, gets gets the... um. 
gets the old uh, pearl clutches, mm. uh, not in broom, just in general, yeah. a bit upset. You know, we're going to get out there and say what you're afraid to hear. Okay? Exactly. Um, boobies. So here's my last opinion for the podcast before I just go opinionless. Tom's having a bit of a, a, a bit of a, a hissy. And he says he's never going to have an opinion again, yeah. folks. But I think he's going to have some. Because we're about to play the card game and he's going to have opinions about why his card wins. But go on, Tom. Last opinion. Sydney, you fumbled the bag. Oh, If you did your job, Tom. retention wouldn't be an issue. You oh, keep Tom, Tom Mitchell, you keep Jordan Dawson. Tom, you're mad. Sydney are the best-run organisation in the country. Exactly. Tom. But they couldn't identify that Jordan Dawson was someone like they needed to treat like how they treat Callum Mills Or maybe, maybe there's 10 or so players from other parts of the country and they're like, we have to show them that we respect everyone and their wishes. Mm. And so, sure, we might lose a real potential in Jordan Dawson, but we're showing that we care for people. If they play hardball with him and don't let him go, and he's depressed, they go, "Jesus, yeah, no, no, I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying that at all. I'm just saying Dave Swallow is happy to stay in the Gold Coast for ten years because of the way that they. What's well, because they win every week? <laughs> it's not. Well, they didn't play him in the in the um, in the Neeful, That's for sure. Well, but um, yeah, I just think that. You fumbled the bag, Tom, Sydney, come at me. I think you need to do more controversial things is my thing. Because you love the discourse. Yeah. 30 comments on the Reddit post. That's right. For most engaged audience ever. Yeah. Sure, they want your blood, but I'm safe. But you know what also like, <laughs> frustrated me, right? Is people thought I was knocking Dawson. You got to leave Then it, you really you didn't understand what I was saying. You got to leave I it. love Dawson. I think he's, I think he's underrated. You got to leave and it. And he's Tom. amazing. I never once had a knock on him ever. I just knocked Sydney for letting him leave. You got to leave it. Some people. Okay, we're gonna play. Now it's time. Echo card game. No, no, no. It's got a special name now, Broden. What is it? I forget. <laughs> what do you mean you forget? It's got. We said. I said a couple of weeks ago after a mailbag that we'd have a special name for it and we'd do a song. Well, there here it is. Wasn't it like jewel them cards or something? No, it was bounce them jewels or something. Oh God. There was something. If you came up with that, write in. Again. Well, here's the theme song. Card game. Card game. Card game. Card game. There it is. He made it. It's whatever you find. All right. This is the card game where we take the AFL team coach 2023 deck. Yeah. Um, some people calling you a deck this week. Mm. And we put our, our cards in order. We turn them upside down and place them one by one. And then yeah. it's who wins each round. I, for a while, owed $30,000. Yeah, so I think currently it's 2-1. So I won two in a row. And I won one. And then last week you did a Sydney as to West Coast to me. And I think it was a 13-0 sort of. I just dominated but you. But you also were manipulative and lied about how much better I think Hopper is than Larkin. This is a war, Tom. This is a war. Oh, I'm coming for you this time. All right, I'm going to even it up. All right, All right first okay. card is down. With the first round is Tim English from me versus Mark Blitzarves yeah, no, from you, the you. Geelong Football Club. One player who is Tim English has 10 kicks, 7 handballs, 18 disposals. It's 23 hitouts. Blitzarves, less of all of them. <laughs> What's the go with Blitzarves? More is handballs. he playing this year? Is he injured or is he just running around? He's great usually, right? He's all right. That, he's in that sort of Geelong's ruck um, hybrid. Yeah, because Stanley rucks a lot, right? Stanley rucks a lot. They need a ruckman. They keep going out for a ruckman. Mm. They've just offered Sean Darcy a 
big sum of money to come down in the uh, to come down mm. to Melbourne, leave the airport, then get on the Geelong Highway. Yeah. Now, do you think he just misses home, or do you think he just wants to come hey. to play for a great club and big money? Well, I don't know if he's accepted it, but probably big money. He's probably yeah. more for Sean Darcy. He's like, hey. Why are you giving the backup Ruckman a million dollars? Yeah, totally. Exactly. That's probably what he so, thinks. So, from Melbourne the bag. <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> the coolest, second coolest club in the league. So, um, I, I, I Genuinely, though, like, um, Mark Woodsubs is very underrated, I think, because he can play everywhere. Is he... I haven't, just haven't heard much about him this year. Mm. There's no way of knowing. We couldn't open up a computer right now and look at his yearly stats, could we? No, but I've watched a fair chunk of Geelong games. I'm just wondering if he's had a positional Geelong, change or something. Geelong have a lot of blonde-haired, headband-wearing dudes. Yeah, Tom Stewart. Yeah. Um, Stanley. Stanley. Mark Their Blitzarves. captain, the skipper, the Blitzarves. Yeah. Guthrie's in the seconds, I believe. Really? I believe so. It's brutal, isn't it? It's a brutal game and a brutal league. Um, and at the end of the day, if you can't hack it, you're grand hack it. You're gone, yeah. Um... Let me just find Blitzarves here on their list. And look, it's just blonde kids everywhere. Zach Guthrie is a kid. Yeah, and he has um, blonde hair. He has blonde hair. Mm. It's Tom Stewart. Um, just these beautiful blonde-haired boys from down mm. the coast. You ever notice Oliver Henry looks like the boy from About a Boy? Yeah, he does a bit. Um, and also, like... He looks know, exactly like him. You know the actor who plays Beast in, like, First Class? Yeah, that's him. Oh. That is the About is a Boy that? boy. <laughs> I don't think I ever clocked that. Oliver Dempsey, a blonde-haired, beautiful boy. Um, uh, Sam De Koenig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Beautiful, totally. beautiful yeah. blonde-haired boy. James Willis. Yeah. I can't find Blitzer, but I'm just looking at these beautiful young men. Well-to-do. Mitch Nevitt. Uh, what website are you looking at? Cooper White. Because I could have just found it on the app immediately. I'm on the website. Reese Stanley. Tanner Bruins got long hair in this photo. They all look the same. How do you spell Blitzer's? I'm just trying to find him. Jordan, Oscar Murdoch. Is he related to Jordan Murdoch? Potentially. So he's played 14 games this year. So that's just about every single one. Yeah, and he's listed as a ruck. And this year he's, disp- he's averaging 16 disposals. Yep. 12 hitouts. It looks like he's having a decent year and I'm just a casual. But Tim English is more valuable than Bruce Oh, Rose. yeah. No, Tim English, absolutely. You take him any day of the week. Absolutely. That's a win to Broden Kelly. Yep. Second card down. My card is... Darcy Moore. Mm. Oh, this is a great challenge. This is, Folks, uh, get ready for this one. Round two is Darcy Moore, the captain of Collingwood, versus potentially the best intercept marker this season in the AFL, Aaliyah Aaliyah. Mm. The man so good they named him twice. Mm. What do we do here? Well, I, I'm taking Darcy Moore. I think it's, really? Yeah, totally. I think Darcy Moore is like, because of who he is and, and, and as a captain. And Who's at the top of the ladder? Collingwood. Port Adelaide. Are, are, they, are they actually? I believe so. I thought they might be equal even, actually, in, in my mind's eye. But because of you guys, Collingwood. Nah, Collingwood's top of the ladder. Well, stupid. But is that by numbers or just clear? No, by, by percentage. Equal first, right? Equal first. Equal percentage. First. Yeah, percentage. Percentage can suck a, suck a fuck. Yeah. Um, Aaliyah Aaliyah is the best innocent marker in the league, Tom. But you're going to take Darcy uh, uh, Moore? uh, uh. uh. Tom's blood pressure thing's going off. He's getting his that? blood pressure checked. I got a machine strapped to me. I got to hold my arm stiff. This is what you did to him, Sydney fans. Yeah. And also my obesity. Okay. <laughs> Tom, I think I get Darcy Moore. Yeah, I think, I think so. I, I'd take Darcy Moore as well. Although, like, it is more about, like, how he's transforming Collingwood and how he is as a captain, to be honest, than as a football player. Because Alir Alir is also very okay. good. 
All right, third. Okay, so it's 2 0. Yeah. Next player. I have an AFLW player. You have an AFLW player. Yeah. You have no chance here, Tom. I, well, I have no chance, actually. Um, my player is Mimi Hill mm-hmm. from the Carlton Football Club. Yep. And you have Kate Hoare yep. from Melbourne Football Club, who I know a fair bit about. All right, tell us about Kate. Well, Kate Hoare is um, our, a gun forward. She's mm. a hybrid sort of midfield forward. So mm-hmm. she kicks goals left, right and centre. She averaged one goal three last season. She's a premiership player. Mimi Hill, I don't know that much about. She was drafted at number 12 in the 2020 draft. She's three seasons in. Yeah. She is averaging 11 kicks, 11 handballs. What's her disposal rate? 23 disposals. Oh, that's pretty good, yeah. She's a midfielder. Look, uh, I don't know that Carlton side so well, but I know that they bottomed out and they, were in, they weren't a huge performer. And I know that the and the, I know that Kate Hoare is a gun player. For me, I'm Kate Hoare, ride or die. Yeah, exactly. Of course you are. Well, that means that it's now one Yes. You get that win in the AFLW department. Oh, Great. my cards are so good, Tom. Are they? I've just seen my next card. I've got a good card. Next card down. Okay. My card is Lockie Neal. And Tom's card is the monster himself, Isaac Heaney. <laughs> Why is it that whenever you get a really great card, I get a good card, but it's not quite as good? That's you've right. Rigged, you've rigged this. You handed me these cards. No, I handed you a pack and then you sorted them out. That's exactly what I just said. You agreed with me. I said, <laughs> I, you handed me these cards. You said, no, I handed you these cards. And then you sorted them out. So I did not sort them. They're in order. One. They are in order because the AFLWs came up together. Would you take Lockie Neal over Isaac Heaney? You know what? Like, I feel like... It's. I feel like Isaac Heaney every year, I feel like he hasn't reached his potential. Mm-hmm. But at this point, you have to say this is who he is because when he's gone into the midfield and done mm-hmm. that midfield sort of stuff and half forward stuff, mm-hmm. very impressive stats-wise. Two goals a game. Like crazy. Two goal, He's a two goals, 20 disposal kind of player, yeah? Yeah, but now he's moving more and more into just playing forward. Mm-hmm. And then he has those games like he did against West Coast. But then he also has more quieter games now because he's playing more as a pure forward. Which I think is great for Sydney because it means they've got heaps of midfield stocks yes, and yes, they can yes. afford to do that. He's a good forward too. Like I, I, I prefer a team where it's a bunch of hymns um, yeah. than Buddy, as I've said before. 100%. But, but how does he go up against a Brownlow medalist? Yeah, no, you take Lockie Neal for sure. <laughs> There's no argument really, is there? <laughs> oh, my thing's going off again. Are you yeah, enjoying Tom's, this Tom's, audience? Tom's blood pressure. We should put up your blood pressure stats on the podcast. Bring them in next week and we yeah. can talk through them. Yeah, that's a great idea. Matt, has this, do you think this podcast has helped your blood pressure or worsened it? Uh, probably or worsened nothing. it. I think just more work and more stress in general. Makes Jack a dull boy. Works, you know. Okay, yeah. so I win that. Lockie Neal wins that round, so it's 3-1. Yeah, correct. All right. You're winning AFLW, though. Yeah, but you've definitely rigged this. I have not touched <laughs> the cards. All right. Next down, I have. Oh, it's a Richmond. It's a no, Richmond, Richmond off. off. Is this a captain off? It's a rich off. Is it? Say who it is, Brad. It is Dylan Grimes versus Toby Nankervis. Now, obviously, first up, Dylan Grimes is obviously much, much better than Toby Nankervis. Um, I don't know if they're both captains. I don't know the captains. You know, I'm, I'm looking up Richmond captain. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure we had this conversation two weeks ago. We probably did. Yeah. This is a captain off, Tom. Oh, wow. This that's is the crazy. two captains of Richmond fighting it out. Well, I think it's open and closed conversation because Nankervis gets 27 hitouts a game and Dylan Grimes <laughs> gets no hitouts. I again. think Dylan Grimes is one of the great modern defenders, <laughs> a champion of the club, being excellent. I think Toby as Colt 
power and played a couple of crucial roles in, in the would, Richmond premierships. But I'm not taking either of them, to be honest. I would go as far as to say that I have not seen Dylan Grimes this year, and I've watched every Richmond game. I don't know much about... He's a, but he's one of those players like Sam Collins. Unless you look for him, you don't notice because he's just a punch away, you know, double team sort of defender, right? But he is, I think... Do you know, like, he's, he, he was... He's the most lucky player. Like, yeah. you know, when when you talk about institution versus talent, right? Yeah. His brother, Jack Grimes, was yeah. better than him. Oh, totally, yeah. In a shocking club. This guy learnt from Alex Rance, mm. and now he's, like, as valuable a player as Alex Rance yeah. to that side. And a captain of the Richmond Football Club. Mm. Very impressive. I think he, he's universally considered an excellent defender, no? Yeah, and Toby Nankervis is a gun. Should we yeah, ring Max? He'd be rucked. Yeah, okay, ring Max. But he'd be rucked out of the game by like 17 of the 18 ruckmen in the competition. All right, here we go. Here we go. Um, we're going to ring the director of Auntie Donna, mm. Max Miller, who's just got back from his honeymoon in Greece. He is a diehard Richmond fan. He's probably going to screen my call. Nah. He's been cooking a lot of Greek food. Yeah, he's, he's come back. He's like, I'm all about cooking Greek food now. What's he yeah. been doing? Filo pastries and... Yeah, and like pastas, like risonis. He's screening my call. I, th- I believe he'll answer. Hi, you called Max. I can't get to the phone at the wow. moment, but leave me a message and I'll give you a call back. Please leave a detailed message after the tone. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. Wow. And I've hung up. <laughs> um, he'll call back. Let's put these aside because okay. I don't know which way to go. It's probably Grimes, but I just want to get... A, a, a third person's opinion in yeah, Richmond. Okay. In a Richmond. I cannot call my uncle Craig. Oh, yeah, I like Craig. Um, who else do we know who backs for Richmond? Mick Malloy. Yeah. You got Mick's number? No. You'd I have Mick's number. No, I don't have Mick's number, actually. Oh, oh, here we go. This is a good next round. Next card down, please. <laughs> Folks, Tom has put down Stephen Cornelio from the GWS Giants, a you shiny put card. You put and- it down. And I have put down Stephen Cornelio from the GWS what? Giants. <laughs> I didn't even realize because I've been putting them upside down so did you Brayden just, can read did them. Did you just hear what I thought, Tom, it was, <laughs> I thought it was someone else. Did you hear what Tom said? <laughs> I started to read out Steve Cornelio. Because I thought you were like, you were making a mistake. And you went, well, you put him down. You put him down. <laughs> you both, we both have got Stephen Cornelio. So you know the, who I thought it was? The ex-Richmond player, Jake Lloyd. No. No, not, is his name Jake Lloyd? Yeah, I think I know. That's a Sydney about. player. But this is Stephen. This is Stephen Cornelio. You have got a Mighty Mids shiny card, and I have got a card craft special card. So I think I win. Star power. This is a card craft, man. Look at this. It's three dimensional. Mine. Mine's three dimensional. This is really controversial. Should we put this up on the Instagram right now to to ask the people who's got a better card? Who's got a better card? This is getting very complicated. This card battle. We don't know about Richmond, and yeah. we don't know about these cogs. All right, so put a vote on, and within 10 minutes, whatever has the highest votes wins. Wins. Max is calling me back, folks. Great. Max. Hello. You're on the podcast. I'm on the podcast? Yeah. Uh, we need you to settle a bet. We're, um, who is a better player? Who would you take? Dylan Grimes or Toby Nankervis? Oh, I like this question. Because um, it's Richmond-based. Uh, <laughs> oh, what a coincidence. Okay. You're, you're saying you're saying like right now. We've put down two cards. Who wins the round? Dylan Grimes versus Toby Nankervis. Who's the better player? But yeah, but you're talking like at their peak now. Like right now. Oh, uh, I think I think historically comes into it a little bit, Max. 
But really, yeah. it's like right now. Okay, because right now, Toby Nankervis easily. Really? I thought Dylan Grimes <laughs> yeah. was considered one of the best defenders in the competition, Max. Wrong. Well, he, well, that's why I was asking you about if it's historical or not, because he was, and like, like, like really up until like last year almost, but like this year, he's had a really flat year. Um, has been a bit disappointing, actually. And um, hot take from t- I would mate. say, mm. like, Nankervis is just like so important to like team being mm. a ruckman and stuff. And mm. exactly like, my work thoughts. Around the, around the grounds when the ball hits the deck, you know, he's like he's in there. Whereas Grimes has been a bit bit missing. Mm. Um, but Grimes at his Grimes at his peak, though, um, he was one of the best defenders um, in the AFL for sure. So what you're saying Australia. is the rules are unclear. Because I think Broden went into bat for Nat Fife the other day because Nat Fife had a great history. Well, that, he's taking things out of context. <laughs> this is the same guy who Sydney audiences want, you know, they want his head. So, like, take that as with a grain of salt. But, okay, that's really good. You've, you've landed me an extra point in the card game, Max. So have a great one and go them tigs. Thanks. <laughs> I, I still disagree. I still think Dylan Grimes is better. But have you kept count? No. I think I've only got Kate Hall so far. Is that right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And then with the Canelio card, however, which way that goes. Yeah, and we'll do the last two and then we'll come back to Canelio card. Okay. So what is it? Five, one. Something like that. Yeah. Okay, great. Next card is ooh, a shiny Bailey Scott. Everyone loves Bailey Scott. Mm. Oh, what a good player. And he's up against Hunter Clark from me, from the St Kilda Saints. Well, I mean, it's difficult, isn't what it? What a I mean, boring round. Yeah, Hunter Clark is, is... I know more about Hunter Clark than Bailey Scott. You? Well, I know that Bailey Scott has 69 fantasy points, so that's good. Uh, how many does um, Hunter Clark have? Only 54. Oh, well, Bailey Scott's clearly better than... Yeah, Hunter Clark has more tackles. Yep. Bailey Scott has more marks. Mm-hmm. Bailey Scott has more disposals. Mm-hmm. Bailey Scott has more handballs. Mm. Bailey Scott has more kicks. But let's talk about the value of a tackle. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. I think I value the, the stat quite highly. But um, he's in a worse team, right? Well, what does that mean? He gets more disposals. He's playing more. You know what I mean? Who's better? Who would you prefer? Cyril, five touches? Or Bailey Scott, 20 touches? Well, I mean... Every time Cyril touched the ball, magic happened. I don't exactly know if what that's I'm saying. true for Hunter Clark. But I'm just talking, if you're just talking pure metrics. Well, no, if pure metrics, someone who touches the ball five times does not automatically better than someone who touches the ball 20 times. No, I'm not Depends saying that. Depends what they do with the five ex- touches. No, but I'm, no, neither is true. Neither is an absolute. No, I agree. And since I don't I've, know who either of these people yeah, are. Do I? <laughs> I've heard Hunter Clark on the call a few times. Yeah, Bailey I've heard Scott, that name. Much. Bailey Scott, I wouldn't know if I'd heard that name. I, th- I think we'd go Bailey Scott for this one. You'll win sure, anyway. fine. Yeah, sure. sure. All right, I'll take it. And then right. last but not least, the final cards, which are shiny cards. We've got so many shinies. Thomas has got Tom Papley and I've got Tom Hawkins. The oh, Battle of the Toms. This is Who tough. do you think has more dis- um, goals per game average? Tom. I would have assumed Hawkins. Papley or Hawkins? I would have assumed Hawkins. Papley one goal seven, yeah. or like 1.7. Hawkins 2.7. Yeah. No, I think Hawkins is a far superior player, but Tom Papley is so fun and exciting. And what do they call him? The little bulldog or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, but Hawkins is better. Yes, he is, yeah. But I like I like Papley better. Yeah, so do I. I like, he's got the Tom Greens about him. Tom Greens. Toby Greens about him. He's got the Toby Greens about him. And they're yeah. nice cards. And they're both for folks. We'll share these out later. 
They're both standing arms crossed. Mm, a good good football pose. So I've had a good run here, and in the last two rounds, I've um, brought it back to parity in the card yep. battles. And how did Cornelio go? Which one? Did, which card did people like more? So it was 34, 35 votes to me, 15 to you. Wow. Okay. So I win. Congratulations. They like the star power better than the card craft. I think I agree, if I'm being honest, now that the game's over. Um, yeah. But uh, what do we do with all this? Do we just go to a prom- walk into a primary school and give them to some kid? Well, no, I wanted to do. I wanted to, to make a, a collection. Come here. I wanted to do, have a big collection. Fair enough. Because this is reuniting my um, love of cards. I used to be an avid Dragon Ball Z card collector. <sighs> it's a shame. It's mm. a shame that uh, Goku died. <laughs> that came back to life. I saw I saw Beast Wars the other day. Oh, how was it? Well, Transformers: Rise of the Beasts yeah. with Mitchell Kelly. Yeah. Um, and if you liked Beast Wars as a kid, you know it's fine. Mm. They maximize, which is great. I was hoping they would maximize. And how was the pancakes afterwards? And we had pancake parlor afterwards, mm. and uh, we had it was good. They're doing that thing at pancake parlor at the moment where if it's ten degrees, it's ten dollars. Oh. And if it's five degrees outside, it's five dollars for what, a single stack. Like you, you get an options of like choc chip ones. You get oh. like you can do a normal stack. You can do like banana ones. There was protein. They're doing this protein pancake oh, no, now for no. dumb idiots who go there at night and go like, "Oh, this is actually healthy. I'm actually gonna. <laughs> this is actually gonna be good recovery. So I'm gonna get the fucking. I'm gonna get the triple stack protein pancakes <laughs> with the fucking anyway. Yeah, that's silly. But it was good. It was a good time. Um, we should do it. We should go to pancake. We should record live from Pancake Parlor. That reminds me, there was a mailbag saying that there's a new Guzman. Hold that thought. Okay. You fucked up. Luckily, I told you to hold that thought. You before, but it's mailbag. <laughs> So someone in the mail there, I didn't actually screenshot this one, I should have, yep. said that there's a Guzmani Y Gomez, or however you say it. At yeah, Guzmani Gomez. Um, opening in Fairfield. Get TF Yeah, on Station Street. Oh. So finally, we'll be able to go. When does it open? Uh, we'll find out. We should go on opening day with live stream. Folks, we're talking about an adjacent Guzmani Gomez as yeah. I open some... Caramel chocolates. Yeah. Um, tell me about some mailbags, Tom. Right, so I've got a bunch here. Bring them to me. I want to hear what the people have to say. You guys give so much great content and feedback for us, and I live and breathe by it. Send more in. So here's a list suggestion from Nathan that I thought we could do live on the pod, because I think this one will come very easily to me. Yeah. Dear Tim and Bodron, what are your picks for the top eight menu items for McDonald's? Do you want me to just smash out my top eight straight away, and then you can respond? Yes. Okay. Chocolate Sundae's got to be on there. At number one. No, no. Orderless for now. Chocolate Sundae. Caramel Sunday, Double Quarter Pounder, McChicken, Chicken Nuggets, Ice Caramel Latte, Sausage and Egg McMuffin, Hot Cakes. That's my eight. What do you reckon? You need two more. Oh, we're doing ten? He said eight. We'll oh. do ten. Why eight? And then also a Bacon and Egg McMuffin. And then for my very last one, I think I, I now cop hate for this, but I think... Sydney. <laughs> Sydney. No, I, I, I think I really like the McSpicy. People go, oh, it's not even that hot, but I actually quite like it. Okay, here we go. All right. I'm going to upset you first up. I'm going to upset the audience. I know what you're going to say. Double. Fillet of fish. Great. Oh, I forgot Big Mac. I reckon Big Mac. Too late. Uh, no. uh, nah. Close the gate. I love Big Macs. <laughs> Double fillet of fish. Yeah. Nuggets. Yeah. McBites. Really? Do they even still exist? Yep. Okay. Chocolate. Um, Sunday. Chocolate's soft serve. Oh, like just the normal soft serve without sauce? Mm-hmm. Nah. Wrong. I forgot chocolate shake as well. Big Mac and chocolate shake. Nope. 
You can't. We have rules, Tom. <laughs> uh, have I got four? Yeah, I'm um, counting for you. Double quarter pounder. Yes, correct. Oh, I forgot the McFeast. There are three more. <laughs> a large Sprite. Is better than like a chocolate sundae or a McFlurry or a McChicken. I don't think so, Broden. Although Fountain Coke is pretty good. Is this my list or your list? No, I'm just I'm uh, engaging in discourse. Um, in my opinion, this podcast. Um, this really, it can't be this hard. McChicken. Man. Yeah, I've got like 14. Double McChicken. Uh, doesn't count. Well, I'll say double McChicken over McChicken. Okay. And they got one more spot, and I want to do this room. <laughs> a, t- a, a ham, cheese, and tomato toasty from the McCafe. They are surprisingly good. It's never no, I was doing that as a joke. About. No, they're pretty good and pretty solid. They got- I, I was talking to some friends at Sandspans, sure. uh, Cass and Hayden. Yeah. Uh, and they were saying they do all weird shit. Like they'll do the milk bun or whatever, the, you know, the steam bun mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. a quarter pounder and all this yeah, kind yeah. of crazy. And they take the cheeseburger onion, put it in the Yeah, court, yeah, yeah all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I, I respect all of that, but yeah. I'm not going to that level of invasion. Cass Page from Sandspans, she does, you'll like this. Mm-hmm. She'll do a McFlurry, an Oreo McFlurry. Mm-hmm. Put raspberry sauce in there, okay. Black Forest. Yeah, I quite like that, but I I would do caramel instead of raspberry. Um, do you remember when we were on my on our boys trip to <laughs> Gold Coast mm. and it was like a, a faux bucks party? Can I write that off on tax because we talked about it on this podcast? Absolutely, I'm going to. I'm going to too. Um, yeah. Um, on the Friday night when we got in, we went to a pub. And then we went to the bottle to get grog. And on the way home, I made us go past McDonald's and we all got little Sundays. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> and then when I left the Airbnb, I had a full slab of beer that I never drank. I was like, not for me. Not anyway, for all right. That was a good one. Yeah. Send in your ideas. All right, here's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't even know where to start here. So this is going to be driven by you. Start at the top. This is from Kieran. <laughs> yeah. Hi, Broden and Tom. Would love to get a comprehensive ranking of grand final pre-game performances from each decade. Oh, decade. I was thinking we'd just do like last 10 years or something. This is a great one to do at some point. Should we, we can dip into it now. Oh, is this a sidebar thing? Well, like I can really go into the, the best performance. I'm doing Trump hands. Yeah. The best performance, <laughs> huge, um, is uh, easily Killers. Oh, so... so- are we talking just because that was post? Are we talking about games or perform like a live show? Are we talking about it? And this is worth talking about. This is breaking news, Tom. It's, yeah, okay. There's a very high chance it's Kylie Minogue this year. Padam, padam, padam. I hear it then. No, no, padam, padam. That's a gay icon song. It's great. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Padam, padam. Coles, it goes off. She's doing like the young Scandi kind of voice. Doesn't sound like Kylie. No, no, it doesn't. I, I, f- I think like this is, it feels to me without, with no disrespect to Kylie and no disrespect She's gone to, sure. to the song, it feels like Sony put it together for her. Yeah. <laughs> you know? She would have had a like, in it. Oh, of course. She would have been there, performed it, had a hand in it, but Sony would have been like, you want to make a return? Work with these people, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Kylie has an album coming out September 22nd. That's right. So she's going to do the grand final. I, how good. And she's an icon. You know, I really, really like one of Kylie's songs. Like, you know, she how, has like, a, she's she has great songs. Sure, but I can give you my top ten Kylie songs. For me, like with a lot of these pop artists, I recognise that it's great music. I go, these songs are good, but then it's very rare that a song will actually. I'll actually be like, oh, I love this song. Come into my world off the album, uh, whatever. I think spinning around is the one. Spinning around's an icon. Song. I think I really like that song. I think. 
Yeah. Um, spinning around. It's like Madonna. Okay. She has a really about, good song as well. Um, it was love at first sight. Cause oh, no. baby, when you remember that song? Nah. So her two albums back-to-back, she did two years back-to-back. She did 2000 Light Years and then she did 2001 Fever. Yeah. And Fever and Light Years are both awesome albums. So um, Can't Get You Out of My Head, Love at First Sight, um, and then other ones. And then I think my ex- <laughs> And other ones off the album. The, my ex-manager produced Locomotion. Oh, well, that's, yeah, that's even earlier. Um, that's not in my top 10. Mm. I like her when she goes into a very iconic mid early 2000s, spinning around on a night like this. Oh, yeah, on a night like this. It was always disco-y, wasn't it? It was always cool. Yeah, no, she's very, she's very, very good. Mm. Uh, I'm a big fan of Kylie. But Padum Padum, killing. Yeah. And this is bang, so it goes bang. <laughs> As Padum would say. So oh, what's the question? So the question is pre-game performance, but I thought we could just do... We could just go to the wiki, look at the last 10 people that performed at the grand final and do a quick ranking. Or is yeah. that... Is no, that... That's, that's excellent. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Great. I would say the killers are the best performance at a grand final. Yeah. Robbie did a great job, but I, I think uh, there's been better. Shall we start in 1982 just as a random year? Sure. Because I'm just picking a name at random. I'm just picking a year at random and sure. let's just see who was performing there. Yeah. Uh, Rolf Harris. <laughs> really? Yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> Uh, no. That's not great. Okay, I'm going to jump forward. The 80s was a rough time. Yeah. No, okay, start, I'll read in, them. start uh, in 2010. Oh, let me read some highlights. Oh, okay. uh, Slim Dusty. Oh, that's fine. Sang Waltzing Matilda. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Olivia Newton-John. In, they For a while, everyone sang Waltzing Matilda. Right, but th- is this a pre-game thing? From 80 th- wait, from 81 pretty much through to 89... A famous person would sing Waltzing Matilda. And let me read you. Yeah, let me read you some of these names. Okay. Slim Dusty, Glenn Shorakway. I'm sorry, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, He was uh, a singer, I guess, from Adelaide. And uh, he was in. In the checkmate, I don't know who that guy is. I'm so yeah, sorry, sure, everyone. Sure, I don't sure, know. Sure. I don't know that guy. Uh, Olivia Newton-John, and then John Farnham. Oh, great. Noel Watson. I don't know him, but iconic. Mm. Daryl Summers, 1987, sang yeah. Matilda. And then you've got um, Daryl Braithwaite mm. and Angry Anderson sung Bound for Glory. We could do an episode on Bound for Glory. Do you know Bound for Glory? I don't. I don't think so. No. Oh my god. I'm gonna. So in. When the the one grand final that was at Waverley mm-hmm. in I think nineteen ninety one, uh, Angry Anderson. Do you know who Angry Anderson is? Yeah, because of Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah, he's the lead singer of a band called Rose Tattoo. He's a little mm. uh, bald gentleman, um, and he came out onto the MCG in what's called the Batman, the Batmobile. Right? Yeah, it was a blue Batman looking car that people still own and drive and. Tends to come up from time to time. Mm. But he came out and sung this song, just walked around the ground. And like there was representatives from the Olympics or the Commonwealth Games just standing on what the fuck is going on. <laughs> so he's in there. He comes out on Batman. And, I wish then, all of our Olympians and then they say, the Olympics are coming up and they're all going to be bound for glory. Bound for glory! <laughs> They're all just going, what's this? Life's tough, so what? I'm alive. I've been down, seen hard times. I'm going to go to the chorus. Yeah, go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Here we go. Here we go. Can I go music nerd for a, a second? Yeah. He has one of those voices that's <laughs> like really interesting, right? Because I feel like there's a certain sort of voice out there that's quite rare, a, a male voice that's mm. like thin enough that the voice sits naturally quite high, but he still has huge <laughs> power. And all the heaviest sounding bands have singers like this. Yeah. And that's why Wolf Mother was so heavy. Because his voice was thin and powerful, yeah, yeah. but sat above the mix, so they could really push the guitars. Yeah, I think it's a good grand final song too. And it, how like the guitars are so heavy in that mix, yeah. And if you had like me or you singing with a full work. voice, you couldn't sit the vocals that low. That's why I think Angry Anderson's the best singer of all time. Yeah, no, it, it's really interesting. And you know, the other one that does that is the other Roses, Guns and Roses, Guns and Axel Roses. Rose. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's a similar uh, voice. Okay, let's jump to two thousands and. One as a mm. random year, sure. Don't know why. Um, Vanessa Amorosi. Oh, and did she do men, Shine? And Men at Work. Did she do Shine? Don't know. Everyone I know, everyone I know is gonna shine. Yeah. You can live around you. <laughs> you can lose your soul. I saw her do the national anthem in about 2012 or something. Yeah. She was. She's incredible. She's an incredible singer. Yeah, totally. Uh, and Men at Work. That would have been dope. Yeah. So where does that get ranked? Number one. <laughs> no, 2002, Killing Heidi. Oh, that would be sick. The Whitlams, Kate oh. Sobrano, oh. and, and Tom, and Tom, a little certain person called Mark Seymour oh, yeah. singing a little song I think we all know called... The- Woke up this morning. Oh, fuck. I did the wrong one. Go back. Cut that. And... Where is it? I want to do this well. I want to do this well. I want to do it right. (laughs) Keep this all in. (laughs) And a little someone called Mark Seymour singing a song I think we all might know. The Nostril Mix. Oh, so high. This this is the start of, yeah. Oh. Channel 10. Mm. Channel 10 covering the footy. Oh, those drums. Oh, such a good song. We should get Mark Seymour on. Right. I've really opened up something for you. Oh, yeah. This, segment would oh, I, this, is, this, is, this is a whole episode, man. Well, then save it. No, we've got to talk about it. Because you only got to 2002. <laughs> 2003, Christina Arnu, maybe sung My Island Home. Oh, that'd be sick. Or Come Join My Party, We're Groove Until the Break of Dawn. And is then, that the, why don't you come join my party? Oh, yeah, Christina Arnu. Yeah. And then it drops off a little bit into that in that same year with the the first season cast of Australian Idol. Oh God! Singing one day in October. So Shannon, Nolan, and Guy Sebastian. Uh, yeah, he would have been there. Uh, I'm Rusiano. Yeah, uh, and who came third? That don't person. Know. Don't know. She's a radio host as well now. I think. Don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Guy Sebastian the next year, the Ten Tenors. <laughs> And, and Dave Hobson. This is when they really went downhill. 2005. Yeah. Delta Goodrum. Okay. Michael Bublé. No, no, no. This is where you went wrong, AFL. They made the average. And the Whitlams keep... They, the Whitlams perform No Aphrodisiac. And Kath and Kim 
<laughs> no, that's performed with the Australian Girls Choir. Okay, I'm up for that. That's that's fine. a lot of stuff. That makes me have hope for Auntie Donna doing. How it. do people? How do people think that we don't have the best entertainment in the world? <laughs> that's legitimately cultural cringe. Yeah. What, oh well, you never had. We never have good shows. 2005, Delta Goodrum, Michael Bublé, Dame Edna Everidge, The Whitlams. Kath and Kim. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Sick. That is pretty sick. And then the next year, I was a big ensemble doing flash dance. <laughs> as in, what a, what a feeling. Oh, yeah. Right, With Brian Mannix and John Paul <laughs> Young. <laughs> Daryl Braithwaite. This is, this is a bit sad. And then they sung up there, Kazali. They sung Solid, solid Rock. <laughs> like Triple M. They just played Triple M's yeah, best they did. That's why young- Triple M still stuck there. And the Young Divas performed. Oh, yeah, I remember them. Kate DeRouge, Paulini. Yeah, Paulini was the big one. And yeah. other ones. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. And then 2007, Tom. Right. 2007. Your childhood, yeah. rock and roll band, who's performing? Well, I think, how, what, how old were we? 2007 to year 12. But year who performed? Well, and then Wolfmother. No, I think, the, what's the next one? The next one after Wolf Mother, and they're Australian, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah, Australian rock band, 2000s. I'm thinking Powderfinger. Tr- no, no, Tom, no. You think Australian yeah. rock band. Is Powderfinger not Australian? They are. <laughs> but I'm just think, just think Australian rock and roll band, but, 2007. Oh, so they, maybe they were a bit older? Yeah, maybe. No, like, that's their moment. That's their moment. Jet. Correct. Are you gonna be my girl? Two thousand eight. No. Idea. Australian rock band. Wolfmother. No. The other one. <laughs> Jet. No. The other one. Uh, Powderfinger. My 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 uh, things going off. Yeah, I've upset his blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. Talking about it is Powderfinger. Correct. Yeah. Great. My Tell ha- me this isn't a great run. Why don't we talk about the time we sung My Happiness together? No, I don't want to. <laughs> At school. <laughs> don't want to. Assembly? No, when I don't want to. When was it? When was it? It was like a rock rock show. Yeah, okay. Like a rock band, band, rock, band-aid? Band oh, rock? right. Was that one of the ones that we put on for- Yeah, for Sudan. Yeah, for the- We put on a Sudan. charity for Sudan at lunch and played some songs. Yeah. Um, 2010. Yeah. In Excess. Did Suicide Blonde, New Sensation, Kick- which is appropriate because they do the ball. never tear us apart. Doesn't look like they did. What we was got, the point then? Port wasn't doing it then. Port came up with this lifelong <laughs> ritual. Yeah, but it's their only good song though. Um, and also, their Michael Hutchins died, but this is in the period when they brought back a new guy. They did a competition, like reality show, to bring back a oh, new fun. host. Um, 2011. Okay, now who do you think 2011 was, Tom? I was here for this. You were there. What? Yes. How old were we again? Uh, I would have been like. Uh, 23, 22. 22. 23. So that's when I was just coming up as Come a musician. Come on, who are you thinking of? Rock band? No, just Icon. Icon, Grand Final. Grand Final. Oh, Meatloaf. Correct. Right. R.I.P. And Verissa Aramosi did the National Anthem. Oh, that's sick. I love Vanessa. Next year, Tim Rogers and Paul Kelly. That's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, that's sick. And then the Temper Trap. Oh, I remember yeah, my yeah, yeah. pa, my grandfather called me up at halftime after, yeah. and this game was, what the hell was that Temper Trap shit? Really? Because they're wa- excellent. It, it wa- they're a great band. Yeah. We're talking about like Atmos. This is when it dipped a bit. Yeah, right. This is when the AFL Grand Finals dipped. Yeah, because yeah. like, yeah, this was not a great- I remember thinking this is a bit It's crap. because they're a bit soft and a bit like- Yeah, and they had they drummers. They tried, to, they tried to make it feel like a vibe and it just wasn't a vibe. Because like Sweet Disposition's all about like subtlety. Yeah, it was all that kind yeah, of- yeah, and then yeah. They, they, Well, the problem is they have one song that everyone knows. But what about Fader? That's also good. 
They might have done that. They, they, did, they have a song called Drum Song they did and it was not good. Was I it remember, like everything, everything's a drum? It was a bit, yeah, exactly. It was a bit <laughs> flat. It was a bit flat. Yeah, sure. Next year, Birds of Tokyo did Lanterns, which they did in 2021. Yeah, right. Hunters and Collectors. It was a very like, that was, this is a run where they're just starting to be a bit shit. Yeah. Next year I was at, and when you look back on this, mm. this should have, this is, if we've got this person now. Yeah. You know, be huge. Ed Sheeran. Oh right, yeah, crazy. But he came on. I was at this game. He came on and did a corporate event. Like yeah, it totally, was, it was yeah, like one yeah. stage with an acoustic guitar, and everyone was like, "Who's this kid?" Because that's his whole shtick. I only do. It's just me and the guitar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whereas that doesn't suit Grand Final necessarily. No, it was a very, it was a very. This is the run where it's a bit flat, even though it's Ed Sheeran and Tom. Him and Tom Jones did a song together. So Tom oh, Jones, that's fun. Tom Jones, you know, would have been cool in 1994, maybe. <laughs> but um, next year, Chris Isaac. Yeah, we we're like okay, so we're just getting old people to do their corporate tours. Did he? Maybe did a bad bad thing. Um, just checking. He did Wicked Game. He did that. He did Great Balls of Fire. And Ellie Goulding did it as well, singing "Love that's, Me Like You see, Do." See, that's that's middling for me. Chris Isaac was popular when we were yeah. about twelve, and then Ellie Goulding. I like Ellie, but like, uh. yeah, exactly. This yeah. is the run where it's like, okay, we need to really stop being shit. Yeah, and then the next year it was um, Vance Joy. Oh, yeah. And like, that's okay. Yeah. I don't actually remember that. Oh, that's I because I that. think I was on a plane when the Bulldogs Oh, is that the doggies on? Yeah, we were. We were. And then uh, Living End performed as well. I love Living End. The next year is what I think is the best one, which is The Killers. I yeah. thought they just dominated and did the perfect thing. I remember Brightside after the game. Did they? What did they do mid-game? They did a good run. They did When You Were Young, Somebody yeah. Told Me. And then The Man, which is their new oh, song. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they did Forgotten Years by Midnight Oil. Oh, thank God they didn't do that weird dance track they had. The dance track? That was a joke about our year 12. Remember they brought out a weird different song in year 12? Oh, yeah. No, I love The Killers. Are we human? Oh, yeah. Are we dance? Yeah. That's not a dance song, though. No, but it was different for them. It wasn't rock, you know? <laughs> the Killers are a great. I, I, I will not hear a bad word said about The Killers. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy Barnes and the Black Eyed Peas, <laughs> 2018. <laughs> yeah, that should have been good. I don't remember that, but that should have been good. It was fine. It was a bit middling. Tones and I. In 2019? 2019. Really? Mm. Is that how old Dance Monkey is? Yeah, she's, she's not new anymore. That's crazy. Time. I think this might have been before she popped or like just as she popped. Yeah, because Dance Monkey took like 18 months to pop. I remember just before we went to America in 2019, Dance Monkey being the biggest song in the world. So this would probably just have been around then. Yeah, right. Um, and then the next year was the 2021 when it was a bunch of people from Queensland because of COVID. Right. Yeah, yeah. Amy Shark did it. Did she not? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Thel- no, Thel- Thelma Plum, Busby Maru, Electric Fields. And do you remember it was um, Who Does Say Geronimo? What are they called? Oh, yeah. The the Jesus Band, yeah? I don't. They're not Jesus. I thought they but were. But I think they're... I, I don't want to say something liable. I think their father is somehow owns Manus Island. Yeah, correct. But they, their name <laughs> Shepherd. is- Shepherd. Shepherd, yeah, yeah, yeah. Geronimo. They, they just went to an elite Christian school, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I don't know if they are actually- 2021, Abby May, Baker Boy. This was the Perth grand yeah, final. Yeah, John Butler, Baker Boy, Stella Donnelly. It was a big- And a bit of Colin Hay. It was a bit of everything. Yeah, Perth, I, I like that. I, I feel like we should just keep doing that. I thought it looked really, really good. Yeah. I remember it looking visually really good. I remember Baker Boy just being like, yes, fuck yes. And then last year, mm-hmm. I should be able to just remember this. Who did last year? Robbie Williams. Robbie Williams. Yeah. Robbie Williams. And, and that was okay. And that was and Delta Goodrum did a bunch of stuff as well. Has his weird film come out yet? Which one? The monkey one? No. No. No, that hasn't come out yet. Exciting. It was made in Australia. And that's the list. 
That took up a lot of time, but I enjoyed it. I know. I'm wondering if we should just can the rest of the mailbag. No, give me some more mailbag. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. This one is a funny one. Uh, I, this just tickled me. It might not tick everyone else, but you can answer this for us, Braden. Mm. So this was from David, and he sent it in after the Honor Music Theatre um, episode. Okay. <laughs> Even the tone of this email made me laugh. My missus took me recently to see <laughs> Juliet in Melbourne. And Juliet. And Juliet. Yeah. I loved it a lot. A lot of fun, and everyone was talented. But I was wondering, is it appropriate to sing yourself? The same thing happened- Sing yourself? Si- sing yourself. Oh. The same thing happened at Moulin Rouge, and it pissed me off so much. I didn't pay $180 to listen to some Karen from Frankston South belting out in excess. <laughs> and I get the song selection is very tongue-in-cheek, but do we all laugh at the song selection? No, I know people who and Juliet is a uh, a jukebox musical, mm. so it's a it's a retelling of Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, um, but with music entirely written by uh, a, a composer called Max Martin, who mm. is number two, I think, for number ones in the history of music. Oh right, and I he's, thought he and was. He's on the road to number one. I yeah, believe. like think "Hit Me, Baby, One More Time." Think all Backstreet, Backstreet Boys, Back. Britney Spears, Katy and Perry, modern stuff too. Like just yeah, everything. Baby, one more time, and large. Yeah, every. But it's mostly the the show's like eighty percent Britney Spears and Backstreet Boys, and then occasionally another song. Yeah, right. It's fucking weird, man. But no, I agree. Don't sing at the show. Don't sing. Who just cares shut up? if you know the song? I feel like the performers would like or sing you to under dance and something. Sing under your breath. I'll sing at the end. What about have a dance, Broden? Not on this. Not when you're sitting down. At a musical. No. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. No. Okay. Right. Great. Let's Next. do tipping. All right. It's time for tipping. 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 That's we're getting through mailbag. We're going to get through them all, but I, we need they, and they all deserve the right amount of time. Yeah, Braden wants to do eight episodes on the grand final entertainment. Oh man, so I would. I would. We're going to rank it, listen to bits of it. Oh man, I genuinely I could talk about it forever. That would be a fun Wednesday one if if you chose a few and we get watched the a few. On. We watched a few and talked about it with a guest. Yes, that is good. And you know what else is good? Pills and watching pills mm. be bounced. And you can see that tonight at seven twenty. Brisbane time mm. at Thursday tonight, mm. 29th, Gabba, Brisbane Lions, Richmond Football Club. A intriguing match, actually. Mm. A genuinely intriguing match. Do Brisbane just dominate or do the Tigers keep their run going? So I have a couple of things to say. Off a bye. Richmond are off, or on a, are off a bye. No chance. So they will be no chance. But, Broden, I have a bone to pick with the media. You know how I hate this left wing media? Yeah, you do. I hate them so much. So they're, Koshy. they're misreporting the stats. The media's running with two out of ten so two out of ten teams have won coming off a bye. Mm, but That's, they played they played by other team. bye teams. So even the media's not realizing I'm the only one on record <laughs> who's going with how crazy this is. It's true. It's absolutely true. So, so I'm just screenshotting who had a bye. <laughs> so I have easy access. Great. To it. <laughs> um I don't think you can tip Richmond just on this buy anomaly. Yeah, totally. And, you know, I think Brisbane win anyway. The, the buy rounds run. have gone over four weeks, Tom. Yeah. It's 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 too long. It's it's taken a real it's I love I love breaking up the buy hmm. so you don't feel it as much. Yeah. This is too much. Especially because there was that Gold Coast Geelong one where yeah. it's just so silly. Yeah, no, this is this has cooked me. It's yeah. too long. Let's too get long. back to the footy. Please. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Please get back to the footy. Please. 
Uh, so I'm going Brisbane. Uh, Friday night, Sydney Swans. Oh, but by Brisbane, I mean I'm going Richmond. Sorry. Yes, and I'm going Brisbane. I got by... one tip last week, Tom. I'm dominating. Yeah, you're killing it. And I'm going Brisbane by 50. Friday night, 30th of June, 7.50, SCG, Sydney Swans, Geelong Cats. Is anyone going off a buy? Uh, let me just check. No. The Jordan Dawsonless Sydney Swans. <laughs> All right, Tom, just stop, Tom, before... <laughs> the terrorists come yeah. for us. <laughs> uh, can you, you can't tip Swannies, but this is an interesting game, right? Yeah, no, I'm going to tip Swannies. I wonder if Patrick Dangerfield's playing. Surely. I wonder if... Um, who else was injured? Someone else was injured in the... In the oh, obviously, Jeremy Cameron won't be playing. Oh, no, no, no. He won't be playing for even next week, I don't think. So, yeah, Jeremy Cameron out. So, yeah. a bit of stuff there. SCG, mm. not not GMHBA. Mm. And there's no better team in the AFL playing on better form right now than the Sydney Swans. Yeah, I think Sydney will win, for sure. You reckon? You're tipping Sydney? Yeah, I, I'm still... I feel... I, I still feel like Geelong are pretenders a little bit. But they also have the ability to beat any team on any given day. At GMHBA. Yeah. Well, even more so that, yeah. So I feel like Sydney will win this, but it doesn't necessarily mean much. I think the Cats will win. Okay. I think the Cats will win. So you're tipping Sydney too. I am. Sydney will lose. I meant to say Saturday, but I said Sydney, and then I tried to cover by saying Sydney will lose. <laughs> Saturday, 1st of July, a pinch and a punch for the mm. first day of month. Make sure you get those taxes done, I guess, and... Uh, you know, get some of that finance, end of financial year work. Should I buy some stuff? What do you need? For tax. What do you need? Tax. A desk. I should buy a new office desk for my house. Yeah, you should. Before yeah. Saturday. Yeah. There's That's a message to all on. you guys. Get your end of financial year tax done. Mm. I should message and see if I should get a TV. Can you write off a TV because you watch football? I, I, I work in television, Tom. I make television shows. That's I have to watch true. TV shows. I watch football podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. I've done it before. <laughs> when it, anyway, we don't have to get into that. Uh, Saturday, July 1st, 1.45, Adelaide Oval. 99% of people are tipping Adelaide Crows mm-hmm. against the North Melbourne Kangaroos. And I think that's fair. I think this is uh, going to be an awful game to watch and I wouldn't put myself through it unless I had a podcast. Yeah, not much to say here. <sighs> Easy Adelaide win. Do you want to talk about him? Do you want to mention him? Who? Jordan Dawson, the best player in the competition that Sydney fans have with. And then at <laughs> the same time, there's two games at the exact same time. Yeah, that's so weird. Bulldogs versus Fremantle at Marvel at the exact same time. I know where I'll be on Saturday. Yeah. Where were you? Coles? Yeah, watching <laughs> the doggies. Yeah, watching the doggies versus Fremantle. Wait, a lot of people are tipping doggies over Fremantle here. Yeah, yeah. Anyone coming off a bye? Great question, Broden. Doggies are coming off a bye, Freo or not? Oh! But Freo had to travel to Marvel. Yep. But it's also the big guy's revenge game, and he won last time. Remember? Lob. Yeah. This is a bit. This is a. This is. This is the rule, Tom. This would be the first one, yeah. wouldn't it? No, I'm changing my tip. I was going to tip doggies. Now I'm going to tip Freo because why not? A North or Crows coming off a bye? Crows aren't. Oh no. Oh, okay. North's coming off a bye, which is gonna yeah, make, yeah, yeah. it's going to be West Coast all over again. So I'm <laughs> tipping Fremantle. Like, I think that I'm tipping Doggies because I think Fremantle will win. Yeah, I'm going to tip Fremantle as well, just off. Someone's got to break the trend eventually, but just off the trend. 4.30 on Saturday, mm. Suns Pies. Mm. Tom, Suns are winning this. I'm telling you right now. We have... I'm telling you. As much chance... You're going to win. ...of the Sun imploding and it's all being vaporized 
as the Suns ever winning this. Funny you mention that because that's what's going to happen in Magpies. They're the, going to be vaporized by the Suns. The president had to send out an email to members saying, if you want to come, you need to reserve a ticket because so many Collingwood people are yeah. coming. <laughs> like, yeah. it's going to sell out and Collingwood people are going to be everywhere. That's good. Good on them. But yeah. Suns are going to win. I, I hope you're right. But Our I mate Roscoe it. will be watching. I think uh, which people loved yesterday. Oh yeah, what a fantastic episode! Dun, 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 dun. I'm, I, tipping, I'm tipping pies. I had a lot of great analysis, a lot of great questions. I felt like I was on like seven thirty report or something. Yeah, you were like because you were, had a personal music <laughs> interest. You're like, hang on, what? <laughs> uh, great. Yeah, I think um, Collingwood wins by about fifty. Um, and Tom Mitchell is also playing. Who Sydney fumbled the bag with? Yep. Okay. Fair enough. Saturday night. <laughs> uh, Saturday night, 7.25, Port Adelaide, Essendon. Who had a buy? Port, Port Adelaide. Oh, no, nah, there's no way, right? There's no way. But then again, Essendon have been good, right? I'm tipping Essendon at home. Yeah, so am I. I'm tipping That's Port. crazy. I would never have tipped Essendon if it wasn't for this buy stuff. Yeah. Wow. Trust in the buy, Tom. I think Ken Hinkley will be fired by next Friday. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> Can't beat Bombers. And we love the Bombers here. Oh, How yeah. good are the Bombers? Oh, let's talk more about them. So, Broden, I've hey, been, hey, I, I, I text I you. Joke. I, I text you this and you ignored me. And I want to get to the bottom of this. Mm. When you tested me on the club songs, mm. did you play every single club song? No. Okay. Because Essendon was not played. And I think people thought you purposely just... Skipped Essendon and played every other song. No, I played, I played like, well, I couldn't play 18. I thought you did though. It went for ages. <laughs> no, I, I think I did like six or seven and I didn't prep. So while you were talking, I was like, shit, shit, shit. <laughs> um, I reckon you skipped Essendon on purpose. Well, here it is right now. <laughs> I'm going to play the, the song that you guys all wanted to hear. Oh, this oh, is great. That's Carlton. I'm sorry. Oh, My okay. mistake. Oh, well, move on anyway. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, no time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah, I'm tipping. I'm tipping Essendon to win that. Yeah. Sunday, one ten, the old one tenner Hawthorne Carlton. Yep. People are tipping Carlton. Hey, Carlton might have a nice little soft little run here. I think Hawthorne will win. Carlton are coming off a bye. Are they? They were so oh. hyped up. They would have just gone in that bye thinking they were kings. No, we're, we're tipping. We're tipping on the bye, aren't we? We're this. We're, we believe in the curse of the bye. Yeah, and like Hawks have just had a little bit about them. Recently, mm. they lost by seventy points to the Suns. You know, yeah, real something, real There's good something, energy. Yeah, something about it. Really good energy. <laughs> no, I think, um, I think Carlton fans be prepared to be a little bit upset. But hey, it doesn't say much about you if you lose. Yeah, it's the bye. It's the bye. Uh, the next game we're going to Central Australia. Yeah, to Alice Springs to Traeger Park. Yeah, great. Is that, oh wait, is it Traeger Park? Is that, wait, we're playing Alice Springs, I think. Yeah, to uh, Traeger Park. Yeah, to the Gap, the Gap NT, yeah. Northern Territory. Do yourself a favour and go to this game. GWS coming off a bye. Melbourne in strong form. Yeah, GWS coming off a bye. Yeah, they are. Yeah. Oh mate, we're gonna trounce them. Yeah, it's gonna be. It's gonna be. And uh, this is the start of our nine straight wins. Yeah. People you- putting in their charities, which is great. Yeah. But I, unfortunately, am sorry to say that we're not going to lose. We're actually not going to lose. I believe you. Uh, great. Next game. Sunday, last game of the week, and this is a tight one, folks. This is one to sit down on the couch, turn off your phone, and just watch the Saints take on West Coast mm, Eagles. At Optus. 
Whew, rough week for the old. Uh, did you see that? Um, we were, I said 2.5 is what they'll need to recoup, mm. and I was wrong. Yeah. Closer to 7 million. But that 7 million is only because of the. They don't need to pay. over the cap. They don't tax, need to right? pay. They don't need to pay Adam Simpson no. 2.5, but there are tax repercussions or infringement tax infringement repercussions. Yeah, they'd go over the soft cap because they'd have to pay it out in a lump sum and then that would go to Gold Coast and St mm. Kilda and mm. North. Which means <laughs> they'd end up having to pay seven million dollars to fire this man. Yeah. So he has to quit yeah. and say I'm relinquishing my fee yeah. or they have to keep him. Yeah. And so at this point, like as much as I was all about firing last week, I'm like there's not that much to gain, really. I love so. the president came out and was like, we are standing strong. Adam's going nowhere. And no point did he mention, because if we does, we're going to lose $7 million. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so that's the tips for the week. I, I, I'm tipping West Coast. Yeah, I'm tipping St. Kilda. I would like to ask you a question, Broden. Yes. How many West Coast fans show up to this game? Really, that was, that's a very that is the game of that of the mini game of that game. Yeah, like, do you think forty thousand still show up, or do you reckon it I dwindles off? No idea. Maybe I reckon it, it might dwindle. It might dwindle. I reckon if you're a West Coast fan, go. Yeah, absolutely. Have a laugh. See Ross Lyon it's in the flesh. Nice to get out of the house. Yeah. Get on that little train that's in the middle of the freeway. Oh yeah, there's a train that goes to Optus Stadium. Yeah, I've never taken it. When I went there, I was on a bus mm. that sort of walked, worked through the outer burbs of Perth the city worst. and then sort of got into the middle of the city mm. because Perth's magical. Mm. And that is the tips for the week. And do you know what's the best thing about all these tips? There's nine games. Yeah. So many on Saturday. There's like 18 games on Saturday. Yeah, 18 mm. or one, two, three, five. <laughs> Still. Oh, wait. No, so four. Four. Oh, so many. Yeah, it's a lot. Yep. All right. Well, we'll see you Monday for a recap of these said games alongside some other fun yarns. Mm. Bounce up, Bill. <laughs>